0: Do you want to know what's happened in the last 24 hours with your Minnesota Vikings? Stay tuned to the Vikings daily opener as we talk about what things have been written on our favorite subject. Hey, everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First in Skull with your Vikings daily opener this day, Thursday, July 13th, 2023. We're going to look at what's been happening in the last 24 hours in Vikings land. Of course, the big news and what everybody's talking about is the Netflix series called The Quarterback. Yes, I have watched a few of the episodes already, but no, I'm not going to spoil anything for you just yet. Not on today's show. However, I highly encourage you to check it out. If you have a Netflix subscription, go start watching the episodes. They're fantastic. NFL Films and Peyton Manning Productions has done an absolutely outstanding job at capturing moments of the 2022 season and of these three quarterbacks. And of course we care the most about Kirk cousins and it is quite revealing. I think you may come away with a different level of respect for him. He's a tough individual. Anyways, but I'll let you watch it first. We may talk about it this weekend on Two Old Bloggers, but until then, I won't spoil anything. The next story of the day comes from our very own Tyler Fornis over on Vikings Wire, where he wrote a piece continuing the state of the Vikings roster. This time, it was interior offensive linemen. Last season saw some struggles for the group, especially with Ed Ingram allowing an alarming 63 pressures. However, with everyone being in the second year of the system, we're optimistic that the group will be able to improve and react more quickly in 2023. One player to watch is Ezra Cleveland. Entering his fourth season, Cleveland has proven himself to be a quality left guard. However, his contract will likely put him in the free agent market, which could mean a potential shakeup for the group. Meanwhile, Garrett Bradbury is a wild card. He did sign a three-year contract extension, but the Vikings can easily get out of the deal if he doesn't perform at a high level. Ed Ingram, on the other hand, is showing potential for improvement. With his impressive strength and full season under his belt, Ingram is set for a significant improvement in 2023. And when it comes to backups, there are some interesting options. Austin Schlottman is coming back from a broken ankle, while Chris Reed struggled with the transition to center. Then there's the undrafted free agent, Alan Ali. He is a versatile interior player with excellent size and has potential to actually make the roster. What does the future hold for this group? The interior offensive line is a bit of limbo with two spots potentially up for grabs. However, they seem to be firmed up for the 2023 season. We're keeping an eye out on Ingram. Who's entering his second season at right guard as the future of the group. And everything else may hinge around his development. There's also the possibility of reshaping the group over the next two off-seasons. Say Ezra Cleveland gets a contract elsewhere. Or Garrett Bradbury returns to his old self and doesn't play well. However, with the right combination of talent and coaching... We're optimistic that the interior offensive line can improve over last season and help lead the team to success in 2023. Good piece there, Tyler. And of course, it rolled right into the real Forno show, where we used it as our base. Tyler and I dove into the state of the Vikings interior offensive line last night live on the Vikings First and School YouTube channel on the Real Forno Show. The Vikings have struggled with the offensive line in recent years, and the interior has been particularly an area of weakness. However, there is hope for improvement this season. We highlighted the importance of continuity and coaching in the development of players like Ed Ingram, Garrett Bradbury, and Ezra Cleveland. We also hit on their backups and their status. Bradbury, who was drafted in the first round in 2019, has had his fair share of struggles since joining the Vikings. However, he showed improvement last season, particularly in his pass protection. I noted that Bradbury's balance and footwork have improved, which could lead to further growth this season. Cleveland, on the other hand, is a young player who, who has shown promise at the guard position. In fact, Tyler believes that Cleveland is a better player at his position than Bradbury is at center. However, his long-term future with the team remains unclear. He is in the final year of his contract. There have been rumors that Cleveland may want to play tackle, but it's unclear if the team is willing to move him out to that position or any other team will want him there. Plus, there's no authenticated reports that Ezra his camp said that. Yes, tackles make more money, so there's a sense to that. He was drafted as a tackle. But for now, it's just an unvalidated rumor. Either way, Cleveland needs to continue his growth, and especially when it comes to his pass-blocking skills, to maximize whatever comes next for him. And by doing that, He'll help the 2023 Vikings. Overall, the interior offensive line is a work in progress. While there are some promising signs, there's still a long way to go before all Vikings fans are happy. The Vikings will need their offensive line to be much improved if they want to make a deep run into the playoffs this year will continue to monitor the progress of the offensive line and bring you updates as they become available. And as always, thanks for tuning in to The Real Forno Show. Now, before we get to some really good news of yesterday, you know what time it is. I need to refill my coffee. I'll be right back. And I'm back. And now for that good news I was telling you about. Yesterday, Tyler reported on how Justin Jefferson wins the SB for the best play. Every so often a play happens that is so special, you know it the second it happens. That's what happened when Justin Jefferson made that fateful fourth and 18 catch against the Buffalo Bills. With the Vikings down 27-23 to 23 and on their last chance, Kirk Cousins knew he needed 18 yards to continue the game. He threw it up to Jefferson, who ran a corner route, hoping that he would come down with it. And he did. It was a remarkable play that earned Jefferson the award for best play at the Espies. The play was so remarkable, it featured one of the best calls of the year by Fox Sports' Joe Davis, who screamed, there's no way, when Jefferson caught the ball. It was a play that will go down in Vikings history. Justin Jefferson was gracious in accepting the award, but spoke from the heart, saying, there's more to come, and we believe him. Jefferson had a fantastic season, finishing with over 1,800 yards. He was named to the Pro Bowl again and as a first-team All-Pro. He was also named the NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Jefferson's incredible performance last season has Vikings fans excited for what he will do in the future. With talented quarterback Kirk Cousins, a stronger offensive line, and a dynamic offense, the Vikings have the potential to be a force to be reckoned with, not only in the NFC, but all of the NFL. Continuing with the good news, Jim Marshall was named a senior semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Write ups from Tyler Fornis, as usual. Yesterday was an exciting day for the Vikings fans as we heard the announcement that Jim Marshall, the legendary player who spent 20 years in the National Football League, has been named a senior semifinalist to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Marshall was acquired by the Vikings via trade from the Cleveland Browns in 1961 and quickly made a name for himself on the football field. He went on to become the NFL's Iron Man, playing an impressive 282 games with 270 consecutive starts. Marshall's estimated 130.5 sacks makes him worthy to be a candidate for enshrinement in the Hall of Fame. Fellow members of the Purple People leaders, Alan Page and Carl Eller, are already enshrined in the Hall of Fame, so it's about time that Marshall joined him. He was a key contributor to the Vikings' success during his time with the team, including their appearances in the Super Bowls. Marshall's dedication to the sport and his incredible achievements on and off the field, make him an excellent candidate for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're excited to see his name as a semifinalist, and hopes that this year, this year, he gets enshrined into Canton, Ohio with the rest of the football greats. It has been way too long, and it's time for the voters to get this done. And we're at that final segment, and you know what time it is. We have 59 days until the Vikings season opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And with 59 days left, we're going to take a look at the number 59 and how it plays a part in Vikings history. From notable players to the current player, this number has seen a fair share of talent. The player that stands out the most, however, is Matt Blair, who played from 1974 to 1985. Blair was a six-time Pro Bowl selectee and an AP first-team All-Pro in 1980. He was a dominant force on the field and will always be remembered as one of the best to wear the number 59 for the Vikings. Continuing, another notable player, and this one for the old-timers, was Lonnie Warwick, who played for the team from 1965 to 1974. He was another linebacker and had his best years at middle linebacker in 1969 and 1970. Warwick was a fan favorite and a key player for the Vikings during his tenure. Then there was Dixon Edwards, who made an impact at linebacker during his short time with the team from 1996 to 1998. He was known for his quickness and ability to read plays. Currently, the number 59 is worn by journeyman backup linebacker Troy Reader. While he may not have the same impact as the players in the past, Reader is a solid player who contributes to the team's success. And who knows? Maybe after five years in the league, he finally gets it and steps up. We'll have to wait and find out. But we wish every number from now zero to 99 to have some great names behind it. Well, folks, that's it for today's show. This has been Dave Stefano from Vikings First and Skull on this Vikings Daily Opener. Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Now go watch quarterback. It's quite revealing and quite good. What do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First in Skull production.